Welcome to History of College Football Podcast. I am Jay Abramson, and I will take you down a gridiron memory lane. The national champions, the teams, the rivalries, the conferences, the Heisman winners, the rankings. Today, we will discuss the college football history of the Tulane Green Wave. This program has an early history unlike any other in college football. One of the greatest turnarounds in college football history, two coaches who would leave Tulane to garner national championships elsewhere, three consecutive seasons of excellence, one stunning upset against a tribal, one perfect season undone by a quick-scoring barrage, one defensive team for the ages, one perfect high-flying scoring machine, one very unusual player coach, one rapid climb and then descent, and of course, a Pelican. First season, 1893. National Championship, zero. Heisman Trophy winners, zero. Best coach, H.T. Summers Gill, 1900-1901, 9-2, and won 81.8% of his games. In 1899, Coach H. H. Collier's version of the Green Wave went 0-6-1. They were shut out every game. In one of the greatest turnarounds, if not the greatest turnaround in the history of college football, the next year, in 1900, Tulane hired a new coach, H. T. Summersgill, who led the Green Wave to a perfect 5-0 record, as his version of the Green Wave shut out every team they faced. He followed that campaign with a 4-2 record. But special attention must be paid to two other coaches, who would go on to win national championships at other schools. Clark Shaughnessy, 1915-1920, and 1922-1926. 59 wins, 28 losses, and 7 ties, and won 66.5% of his games. He had two seasons where the Green Wave went 6-2-1, left for one year, and returned to have the Green Wave go 8-1 and 9-0-1. He would go on to coach at Pittsburgh and Stanford, where he led the Cardinal to a national championship. And then there was Bernie Bierman. 1927-1931, 36 wins, 10 losses, and 2 ties, and won 77.1% of his games. Coach Bierman, who went on to form a dynasty at Minnesota, engineered three consecutive seasons of excellence from 1929 to 1931. In 1929, Coach Bierman's version of the Green Wave went to perfect 9-0. In 1930, they went 8-1, and then in 1931, they ran the table in the regular season a perfect 11-0 before falling to USC in the Rose Bowl 21-12. Most stunning win, Tulane 31, LSU 28, November 27, 1982. In Baton Rouge, Tulane entered the game 3-7. Its rival, number 12, LSU, was 8-1-1. In the fourth quarter, Tulane trailed LSU 28-24 with a little under six minutes remaining when a 31-yard touchdown pass from Mike McKay to Reginald Reginelli secured the stunning upset for the Green Wave. Most stunning loss, USC 21, Tulane 12, January 1st, 1932, the Rose Bowl. With dreams of a national championship, Coach Bernie Bierman's Tulane Green Wave entered the game 11-0. USC was 9-1. USC took a 7-0 lead into halftime. Then, in the third quarter, USC's Hall of Fame halfback, Ernie Pickard, scored two touchdowns in less than a minute to increase the lead to 21 to nothing and erase Tulane's dream of a perfect season and a national championship. Best team. The 1900 Tulane Green Wave went 5-0. As mentioned, Coach H.T. Summerskill version of the Green Wave was a perfect 5-0, shut out every team they faced, and outscored opponents 105 to nothing. Then there was the 1925 Tulane Green Wave, 9-0-1. Coach Clark Shaughnessy's version of the Green Wave shut out five of the ten opponents they faced. And then there was the 1929 Tulane Green Wave, 9-0. Coach Bernie Bierman's version of the Green Wave went undefeated, untied, and they shut out five of the nine teams they faced, including three shutouts to close the season. The 1931 Tulane Green Wave team went 11-1. and 
This version of Coach Bernie Bierman's Green Wave ran the table in the regular season, a perfect 11-0, before losing to USC in the Rose Bowl. In the regular season, Tulane shut out eight of the ten opponents they faced. And then there was the 1934 Tulane Green Wave, 10-1. Coach Ted Cox's version of the Green Wave won the Sugar Bowl, defeating Temple 20-14. But we give the nod to the 1998 Tulane Green Wave, 12-0. Coach Tommy Bowden's version of the Green Wave was undefeated, untied, and beat Brigham Young in the Liberty Bowl, 41-27. They were second in the nation in scoring, 45 points per game, and scored more than 40 points in 9 of the 12 games they played. They finished number 7 in the AP poll. Best player, quarterback Patrick Ramsey, 1998-2001, set school records in passing yards for a career, 9,205, for a season, 3,410, and for a game, 447. Running back Morelli Moore from 2000-2003 set school records for career all-purpose yards and career rushing yards, 4,364. Running back Matt Forte in 2007 set a school record for rushing yards in a season, 2,127 yards for a game, 342, as well as for points in a season, 140. But we give the nod to offensive end and defensive end Jerry Dalrymple, 1929-1931. Jerry Dalrymple was a two-time All-American and the only unanimous All-American in 1931. From 1929 to 1931, Dalrymple led the team in receiving yards for Coach Bernie Bierman's Tulane teams. Dalrymple led the Green Wave to 28 regular season wins in 29 games. Jerry Dalrymple is in the College Football Hall of Fame. Rival, LSU Tigers. The in-state rivals, separated by a mere 60 miles, first played in 1893, and Tulane defeated LSU 34-0. In 1938, at Baton Rouge, Tulane shut out LSU 14-0, and at the game's end, fans stormed the field, fights erupted, and a riot ensued. Within two years, after much discussion, the rivalry was called the Battle for the Rag to promote good sportsmanship. The flag is divided, with logos of each school displayed on the rag. The rivalry went dormant recently. Hullabaloo won. Tulane played its first game in 1893 and lost to the Southern Athletic Club 12-0. Tulane was coached by T.L. Bain, who played for the other team, the Southern Athletic Club, in that game. Hullabaloo 2. In 1912, Tulane opened the season with a 37-0 defeat of Jefferson and followed that game with a 95-0 defeat of Louisiana Lafayette. They won their next two games by a combined score of 54-6. In their next four games of the season, to finish out the season, Tulane was shut out twice was held at three points in the third game to finish the season 5-3. and three. Mascot, Riptide the Pelican. The first mascot showed a pelican on a surfboard. In 1998, the pelican underwent a makeover to take on the look it has today. Thank you for listening to History of College Football Podcast. I am Jay Abramson. Join us every Tuesday and Saturday for a new episode. 